Hi, everybody. I'm Ricky Lynn Gregg, and I hope that I am connecting out there with somebody that I went to school with or around, you know, grade or three ahead of me, a grade or two or three or four behind me. Uh, I'm going to tell you, I, I love those days back in our high school days. We were, we were, and I say we, the class of 77 was the first senior class to graduate from the brand new Longview High School. And by the way, it's not brand new anymore. It's uh, older. <laughs> it's, I don't know how you do the math. But um, uh, I'm here to let you know that I'm one of those wild and crazy 60-year-old. Um, I played uh, music as hard as I could. I'm talking about putting my heart and my soul and my muscles and my sweat and blood and tears behind uh, making music uh, around this world. Proud to say. It's a little rough on you at times. But uh, I want to tell you a story. So I hope that you're into the story that I'm going to tell you. And we're going to keep up with each other. And through it all, I'm going to have guests on here. And we're going to talk about some of the funny incidences and some of the close calls and something fun. You're going to enjoy listening. And that's what I want this to be about. You enjoy listening. Uh, I'm here today by myself because this is my first podcast here with Anchor. Yes, Download free Anchor, and you can create your own podcast, and guess what? Be the host of your own podcast. I think that's fascinating, just because I'm a freedom of speech kind of guy, and I like to know the truth. I like to hear, I like to hear other people's ideas and opinions, uh, and that's what you get. And when you when you put something together, an idea that's compelling to people. Um, uh, it 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 develops a, a, a fan base, you know, and you want views, you want you want people listening. Um, and guess what? That that through Anchor, they find potential sponsors for you. And if you're uh, if you pull it down the views, you heard you know you're looking you're looking at something coming to your mailbox. Uh, you know, it has to do with. Uh, Sponsorship. When they say that, I don't think that's explaining it but good enough. It's like they are showing their product because, hey, there's people looking at your website. Excuse me, your podcast. And, uh, you know, they're sharing the wealth, and I think that's cool. So, you know, as we learn to make money, uh, you know, I remember when I was uh, 15, 14, 15, man, I was knocking down $25 a night working in an area an area now like little towns and a kind of a like a 65,000 people town with all these little four and five thousand people towns around it every Friday and Saturday I made 25 bucks a night 50 bucks a weekend and I'm 15 years old till until I graduated at 17 uh, and we added a gig in there uh, out near Kilgore Texas a pretty rough place but hey we weren't scared because we had snuck in before a hundred times to watch other bands. But um, I want to talk to you about it all. You know, I've uh, recently, in the last, uh, well, it all started uh, the year between, uh, the year between 16 and 17. 2016 and 2017, I, I knew that I was I was in bad shape. I just came back from, from Europe. I went over there to Switzerland, played a couple of gigs, and did a wonderful birthday party for my promoter Irene Schmidt and George Schmidt it was a beautiful thing we played our hearts out uh, interesting enough uh, 
when I came back, I just felt like I spent a whole lot of, of, of me. I felt like, wow, I just wore tread off the tires. I can see it, much less feel it. Um, and um, so I made a decision, since I had a little money, um, to, um, to bring myself off the road. And it took, it took me three months to, you know, get in, get looked at, get checked, everything it takes to have a heart cath. Uh, you know, where they go up your growing into your heart and shoot, die, and see what their what problem may occur. Uh, and for me, uh, I think they use my wrist, which is, um, you know, they, I've had, when they first started that, I had friends that were getting blood clots. And that's one of the, the bad parts of it. But I think they got it down better because I think I've had about four since then in my wrist. But the heart cat tells them a whole bunch. And uh, my, you know, I knew I couldn't breathe and I knew it hurt around my chest when I would sing out or try to squeeze my diaphragm. But uh, I, I was diagnosed with ventricular tachycardia. They call it VTEC, ventricular tachycardia. You can look that up. But I just kind of went to a mental shutdown. I was like, wow, this is for real. Um, there is a story leading up to why I was there on that day and how I became destitute. Um, and I'll make it quick. And I was living with someone in West Memphis, Tennessee, uh, West Memphis, Arkansas. Uh, uh, you know, disagreement occurred uh, over nothing. And uh, when we arrived in Marshall, Texas, or excuse me, in Tatum, Texas, uh, they fleed. And when they fleed, I didn't know where they went. And that's another story uh, if we ever get to it. But it's okay. It's, all, it's okay. It's just human response to things. But I ended up staying in that area starting 17. And um, I immediately was trying to do better. I, I threw a big drunk because uh, I was a tequila guy and I was just drinking hard because hey that's all it just that's all I could that's all I knew to do the worst thing I could do drink when alcohol hits my esophagus it immediately immediately becomes toxic a, a toxic chemical that is made to destroy everything about my my heart area and my brain and um, it will it will do it I'm a witness of it. Hey, look, I've, I've, got, I've, I've gotten off the wagon. I've got back on. I've got off. I got back on. There is no more back and forth again. There is one thing, sobriety. Abstain. I have a, I, I got down to 15% of a heart. I am back up through medicine. Light exercise because I got a lot more problems, just my heart, that I have to be conscious of. Um, but I... You have a function of 50 to 55, which is to help. You have to have 50 to 55% to sustain life. Uh, and I can only see it getting better. Uh, but it did take two years to, to get it up where it was stable. The first year of 2017, it didn't take until I heard first had my test in 2016, December. While I'm there, I luckily get to play the next three weekends. Marshall, then the next two weekends, which would be Christmas, um, which I never played on Christmas. Uh, you know, I felt like that was my, my reward for working all years. We have Christmas off. Well, I worked, with nothing else to do. And I 
with Philip Westmoreland, I picked up a, a bottle of tequila, Añejo. Now, if I'm not mistaken, I, th- I do believe it was... Oh, man, I don't... Bear with me. I, th- I think it was... We'll get to that. I can't believe I'd waste time thinking. But it was tequila. We drank it between me, him, and Sammy Brazier, and we got drunker than everything. I go home that night. Me and Philip get in an argument in the parking lot of Jack in the Box. There's no place to eat at New Year's Eve after, you know, 2 in the morning, the first. But I woke up about 6 o'clock, and, you know, I felt like I could throw up. And I knew if I did, I might be in trouble. Okay? Now, that's the way I had been feeling, and now that I know that I've got something... uh, I'm not wanting to throw up. December 24th, 2016 is the last time I threw a drunk. December 24th, 2016. That's the truth. The 25th of December, 2016, I bought a beer. I took probably all night three sips from it. It was was exactly what I needed. It was like drinking quinine. It's just stupid. It's awful. It was like, there's, there's no sense in this. And uh, at that point, I began to, it just began to fade away. And uh, it didn't just stop. I mean, I threw some drinking, but I never got drunk. People never got drunk. It was not worth it, especially singing or playing. And uh, I uh, have hyperhidrosis. That's why I sweat so bad. And the fact that my heart races. It's hard to keep my blood pressure down. Uh, I'm on a lot of things. I'm on uh, uh, Zarelto. I'm on Ernesto. I'm on, of course, uh, different things to strengthen my heart, different things to keep it in rhythm. Um, and these are a necessity, you know. Uh, this is something you might find, find fascinating, but, you know, when I got out of high school, uh, I began doing a lot of sports. You know, um, you know, I lived in the Fort Worth area, the mid cities, uh, around Richland Hills, North Richland Hills, and uh, there was a gym over there, and you know, it was just a, it was a great place to get together. And working at Savvy's was fascinating because uh, you know we knew all these people from like uh, uh, Arlington, you know, uh, all the high schools over there. They'd show up, so we would all team up and. Uh, we were called, uh, the, you know, we, we were from this, from, uh, what was that called? It was southeast of, it was southeast of Fort Worth. It was on Lancaster and uh, Eastern Hills. Yeah, that's what it was. Anyway, I had a lot of fun. I got there, broke bones. It was brutal, uh, but we loved it. And uh, so we were kids. This was 19, 20, 21, 22, 23, 24, 25. <laughs> then I started breaking collarbones and hands. And, you know. But uh, anyway, it was fun being a rock and roller and go play ball and make all these these dude friends. Hey, dude, you know, it kept us from fighting after, you know, after a concert every night at Savvy's. Uh, <laughs> I don't think I'd been involved in that. Um, I'm way past getting beat up. But hey, have we talked about absolutely nothing tonight? Well, that's that's kind of what my approach was. Uh, but I do want to let you know that we're going to have a lot more to talk about. Uh, and what am I talking about? I'm talking about 
I want you to ask some questions. I want you to think of some things. And I got a few tonight that were mailed to me by people that I had randomly picked uh, from contacts through the lovely Sharon Ryan, who is the president of our Facebook out of Toledo, Ohio. And uh, she also um, is uh, my assistant manager. And uh, But she is, let me tell you, when you talk to her, you're just as well had talked to me. Uh, and we keep it that way because we want to keep in contact with everybody at all times. All right, now I'm acting like you never heard me talk before, and I'm going to get off that. But, um, you know, I, I want to I want to reach out. and I want to reach way on out to some maybe tickle some toe, maybe wake somebody up through just the mention of this. Um, but to remember the flash circa 1976, 1977, it was downtown. It, the front of the building faced Catacorner to the Program 4, and it was on, on Green Street. It, it was, if you were going down, if you were going north on Green, go under the deal there, come out, the Program 4 would have been on the right. If you look behind you, that's where the flash was. Man, we, me and Sammy Brazier and Kenny Dews, man, that we play there every Friday and Saturday. Uh, all our high school friends would show up. <laughs> it, was, it was great. Uh, only, only a little. The, the cops left everybody alone for some reason. Uh, it, it was cool, you know. They, it was really, really cool. I, I, I want to talk to some people about that. Write that down if you want to talk about it, and we can discuss it. Uh, I'm going to have some guests here uh, next week when I do the same thing. Uh, uh, by the way, we're going to call this whatever you want to call it. But right now, it's Ricky Lynn Greg Talk for the record and uh, there's one thing for sure um, as my daughter puts it I've only heard it 60 years but as she puts it she puts it with conviction too you know there's your side there's their side and then there's the truth and you know what she ain't too far from wrong but remember POV point of view is like spokes on a wheel the same thing happened in the very direct center but the way and the angle that you saw it upon, that 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 paints all. Sometimes it speaks the truth so loud, and, and that's what I love about forensics. And I love I love forensics being able to tell the truth on a person, uh, because I, for one, you know, been in the music business, uh, you know, one of the best ways to kind of run at somebody and try to tilt them off their uh, sawhorse is uh, tell them a liar or lie about them. Uh, had never really bothered me much. Because they don't know me. <laughs> if they do, uh, other people, I, I don't even have to like say anything. Other people like let me know, hey, look, guess what we saw and guess what we took down because they're being, you know, they're being negative and uh, there's no basis for it. And, and it's already taken care of. And I'm, I'm blessed by God in that area. And uh, I say, praise be to Jesus. Amen. Nothing like rock and rollers who love Jesus now, especially when we're turning that beautiful age of 60. God, hey, I hope there's somebody out there that's 75 going, well, shut up. I'm older than you look better. Well, I, I, I would say you probably do. Yeah, but I'm glad to, if you're out there, I'm glad you're on the show. But I'm, I want to go back to the flash and, and talk to some people that went, I went to school with. Who, who are you out there? Um, you know, uh, 
hey, the program four, you know, that was just a cool little block. You know, we bought all our stage clothes at program four. And we, <laughs> I mean, we went to school dressed up like rock stars. Myself, Sammy Brazier, Mike Davis, Tommy Trammell. He was, hey, look, don't let him fool you. He had some rock and roll get up, all right? Now, he's up here in Dallas, close to me, near Plano. And uh, poor thing's playing golf every day. I'm, I'm a little worried about him. He, he only did uh, 18 holes the other day. Is that right, 18 holes? It was 36. He did them all. He did all of them. I love the boy. Hey, I got a lot of friends like uh, Chuck Hunt. They're up here. Now, everybody knows that. I've done so many videos about him. But, uh, you know, I'm back with my friend Steve Jones, uh, myself, Bubba Keith from Point Blank, and James Gang, uh, Mike Sauce from First Rush, Joe City, on guitar, man, he's, he's coming in my life, he's a beautiful man. Uh, Donnie Howells, I saw that man hit baseballs at like seven and eight years old out at the field house. Um, his brother sang in a band with my brother Gene. His, his, his brother's name's Sonny, and they were, they were in a quartet. And they would go to Shreveport, and on sa- Saturday afternoons, they were on a, on a uh, you know, they, they would do shows. They would provide entertainment, and it was just, man, it was just a kick in the seat to see your brother on TV, you know. Um, can't imagine what it was for him back then. Wow, it was just like, wow. Anywho, um, I've been hanging out with Donnie, and here is the other ironic thing, Terry Sire on drums. Now, when I was, I was 13, I was walking home from junior high sc- from school, uh, and I would drive, it's like, God, I moved over, I didn't move over, I lived over on Ekman Street, close to Nelson Street, in between Mitchell and Nelson, and between the Shamrock and the Fina, I lived back on the south side of the street, on the, on the right side of the street, past the alley. So, I would go... Back, I'd have to stop in that music store because at 12, we'd gone across town where their other store was. My father had bought a Yamaha 180 and a 330, ES-335 Walnut. He bought that for me, 350 bucks. And uh, Dad gum and I'd stop in there. I wanted a big old amp now, you know, because I didn't wore out that little Gibson Deluxe amp. <laughs> you know, it was 112. I tore it up. Anyway, it may sound good, wide open. But uh, as things had it, uh, I stopped there, and Terry Sire had real long hair, and I'd seen him several times. And his hair was down to his waist. It was the hippie age, you know. At that, what, I'm 13? It's, it's got to be 73 or 74. Uh, 13, you know, yeah, 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 yeah. It'd be 73 70, early, early 74. And uh, he played a ZZ Top lick. And um, I said, sir... Could you, sir, could you, could you show me that guitar lick? And he did. And I play that thing to this day like it's, I just learned it a minute ago. Uh, but I've been with him, Donnie, Mike Sauce, and Bubba Keith. Uh, what an interesting guy. And ironically for him, myself, and Donnie Hiles on bass guitar, back in 1979, um, Bubba came back in town off tour with England's Ann and John Borcoli, and he was looking for players. Well, all the broke players like myself and everyone else, we were, we would go to that side of Arlington, and we would eat at a place called the Candlelight Inn because for four ninety nine, four ninety five, they had a club steak, 
good enough, brother, I'm telling you. Club steak, and you could have Mexican, which would be rice and beans, or you could have Italian, which would be spaghetti, or you could have a baked potato salad. However, I love the, well, I love them all. Shucks, what am I saying? Anyway, Bubba Keith owns his father, mother, father owns this place. Well, we're rehearsing right next door, and he literally, if you followed Bill Ham, who produced and managed ZZ Top, that same Bill Ham managed and produced Point Blank with my friends, uh, Rusty Burns, who we're talking about, um, Kimbo William, uh, Kimbo Davis, thank you, Kimbo Davis. Uh, who else here am I thinking of? Um, sorry for the slacks, huh? I got I got a dog crawling up me. Uh, with Buzzy Gruen on drums, uh, Bill Randolph. He didn't start out, but he was a big part of those great records on a roll in American Excess. Uh, Wild Bill Randolph, and uh, you know, at that particular records, that's when Bubba Keith was singing with them. Uh, he took the place of Big John O'Daniel, who was a monster, and went back to being the lead singer of Point Blank at the at the end of his um, end of his. Hey man, I hate to say, how do I put this? He passed, and he was still singing to the very end. Rusty, he has passed. My my dear friend, oh my God, I love him. He's he's more than a brother. He's more than anything you'd ever know. Uh, he's just beautiful. We had a beautiful relationship. I was, it was, didn't have to say a word. Anyway, um, he's gone. Um, shucks, what can I say? Anyway, I kind of got down and out there for a minute. Anyway, I don't want to bore you to death because I do want you to come back and and listen to this thing and see if it's something you want to talk about, listen about, do about. But let me tell you this before we go any further. This is an app that I found that's absolutely free. I thought it was a great idea to get my ideas and my stories and, uh, you know, something interesting for people to listen to. And look, I am a rock and roller. I was I had three country records out of Nashville, two on Capitol, Capitol Liberty, and one on RMG. Um, when my first two records were rock and roll, one was Savvy, a Southwestern record, popular, and Head East, Choice of Weapons. I wrote and produced the majority of the record. Uh, although it's kind of overlooked uh, with the people from Head East, they they know it was it was my music, my my uh, two inch tape. If you know about recordings, that's it. So if we want to talk about that, hey, I'm ready to get to the bottom of it. You know, uh, love to talk it up. Hey, love Roger Boy too, even though we don't get along. I love him, but hey, I understand this. Um, let's do this more often. I'm talking to you by this anchor. Let's just try to get this done, Rick. Okay, Rick. It's an app. It's called Anchor. Um, just like you spell Anchor that goes into the ocean, okay? Drop it in there. And uh, it, when you this app comes up, it's free. Then it will, step by step, march you through exactly what, what you need to do. If you have a hard time at that point, go to YouTube and say... Uh, how to anchor podcast and boom you'll find everything you know it'll be there you know how it works you're here right now anyway if my friends out there have heard this i hope uh i hope that you may look forward to 
the next one of these podcasts and I will uh, I'll have more structure to it. I just wanted to kick it off and see if it works. Uh and it's something I want to do because um you know sometimes when you're when the narrative of your life is is written like it landed what like it was written 20 years ago it's not uh, exactly something you can't do something about. You can be helpful and letting people know where your heart is and there's nothing like change. And anybody that hates or still calls you something that you were, like they don't always call me a great guitar player. That hurts my feelings until I stop and think, well, that's their opinion. And there may be several that have the same opinion. But you know what? We don't celebrate them. I am a celebrity and I celebrate the people who love what I do. So thank you and thank you, my friends. We're going to talk about some stuff. We're going to rip it up about Longview and clubbing chicks oh phalans hey dig this package ferraris <laughs> look we're gonna get into it i understand i love you and um man thank you thank you for lending me your time we're gonna cut this under 30 minutes uh listen to it again and uh it will give you an idea of what we're all gonna get into all right later on from ricky lynn greg talk for the record